Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, we're talking about what millionaires and billionaires fantasize about or dream of. Because most of us imagine or fantasize about winning a lottery and getting a lot of money. Yeah. They've already done that in some way, shape, or form. So what do they dream about? More time is a big one. Yeah. Uh, they also dream about having their name admired mm-hmm. for people to look up to them. Right. Um, and there's a lot of different things that the rich people do that are different than what we tend to do. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, we were just talking about this and getting into a lot of discussions about some of the things that are uh, friendships. Another one, because they don't know if someone truly likes them or just hanging out with them for the money. For their money, yeah. But time is one that I think is across the board. We can't get that back. So I can see why they want more time to spend that money. All right. We're getting calls about it. 800-386-0937. Hello? Yeah, y'all talking about the millionaires and billionaires? Yes, ma'am. There's an episode of the Kardashians, and Kourtney Kardashian is on there. And she is obsessed with couponing. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. <laughs> Scott, that she's married to at the time, you know, baby daddy, Scott, he says, Courtney, you have an obsession. And she's like, no, I don't. She has her notebook. Like, you put baseball cards in. She had her coupons in it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she, was, she joined a club. Oh, God. Okay. That's weird. I, I think some of that Kardashian stuff staged, though, really. Did she really no, collect she was, coupons? No. I don't know. She had her thick notebook, and she was trading. She went down to her little apartment thing they were in, like a penthouse thing, and she traded coupons with other people because she didn't necessarily need these, but somebody else did. Yeah, and Hawk, it's called a reality show. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You should know that everything is actually the opposite of what it says. Like a right-to-work state is a right-to-fire-you state, and a reality show is an unreality show. (laughs) Scott looked at her, and Scott said... She's not giving up. Courtney, you're you're a millionaire. Why do you need to save money? And that just blew my mind that he said that. Well, why? I mean, she honestly doesn't need to save 60 cents on a bag of thing of mustard. She doesn't, but at the same time, she looked at it, she looked at Scott and said, well, I, maybe I don't necessarily, because they had too much toilet paper, apparently, was his issue. But his thing was, her thing was, I might not need to save money, 
but others do. And if I can give them the coupons that I don't need and they save money, then I'm doing something. Okay, well, that's fine. But uh, but the part where she's doing them is not make logical sense. No. Yeah, but if there's ever a day where they run out of that money, she's going to be able to be like, see, all that coupon clipping, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been, though, in a store or been like going to the fair? I walked out of the fair and I didn't use all my tickets. And you just go hand that little kid sure. or that yeah. person the, the tickets. Puts makes a, their day. They're like, they are so excited. Yeah. It's like, so if, if those coupons are going to be expired, I like that lady in the line who says, hey, this is going to expire tomorrow. You want it? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's not the same thing though. That's because that person's not collecting them I to know. save money. Yeah, it's wanna, very it's, weird right. that someone that rich would do coupons. Ah, uh, well, you know, you yeah, see those rich people that, that live in trailers and stuff and drive old pickup trucks. That's like, mental illness. No, it's not. It really <laughs> some, is. Some people don't get you know their jollies by just spending money. Then why do they keep money. it all? Well, because, I mean, why not? Why? Why? Well, They're not going to use it. Give it to someone well, who will. Well, they may do that, but it's like they may give it off. We don't know, but they prefer that's to live below their illness. means. They, when it's extremely below your means, that's an illness. No, no, that's but not. No, Dude, it really is. It's because they don't spend their money. It's not. It it's is. Like, they, should, they don't need to stockpile it. You, you don't have to live their life for I'm not living it. I'm telling you it's a mental illness. That's your evaluation. You're not a psychiatrist. I'm sorry. Y'all still talking. I was clipping coupons. <laughs> the Kardashian rich. Okay. Well, we love you. Y'all Thanks for starting this fight. Do I? Say what? Yeah, we're talking to a man that drives a Corvette. I know, but I don't, <laughs> I don't clip coupons either. Trying to talk to him. <laughs> y'all have a good day. Love y'all. I, I, love you. <laughs> I use Cole's cash like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, shopping season's coming on. Are you going to be shopping for your friends and neighbors and your family? Was there an off-season I missed? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Christmas? Yeah. I, mean, I don't buy all those people's stuff. Okay. So, I got ways <laughs> to outsmart the salesperson. So, many times you're sitting there and you're in front of the salesperson. You got ways to outsmart them. And one of them's brilliant, I must say. And uh, it, it works, I think. So, one of the things <laughs> to say, don't buy the accessories. Now, stores will put low prices on things like computers and TVs and, you know, get the customers through the door, and then they'll make their real money on cables and other stuff, accessories to that item. Apple, we're Boy, looking at you. I tell you, man, those chargers, and they don't last that long. I know. I'm like, you know, <laughs> how many charges have you gone through since you've had your cell phone? Well, I get a new one every time I get a cell phone. I know. But I only go to the one they give me. But what, what? gets me a... Yes. Oh my goodness! I bet I go. I've gone through sixteen with mine. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I use the same charger for iPads. I'm constantly buying those for the kids. But I will say, Samsung changed their cord this year. It still works, but I couldn't use it on an airplane ah. because they changed the um, oh, the yeah. USB. Okay. That thing that uh, you plug in. jigs, what we call yeah. it. <laughs> it's smaller now, so oh. it don't fit a standard size. And you have to buy the one from the airport? I or just airplane? bring my old one. I oh. bring it with me because that one still has it. So that's one way the salespeople yeah. are outsmarting you. One thing you know it may not realize is if you're using the old cord, it's probably charging at a lower speed than it could if you bought the new kind. And doesn't that mess it up if you use the old one? No. no. That's what Apple told me. <clears throat> okay. Nah, they just say because that crap to try to keep them from getting, <gasps> yeah. So you no. buy another one. Dang <laughs> it. <laughs> I will say this, though. You buy the $3 adapter or charger, it does not last at all. <laughs> Neither does the one from Apple. Okay. So waste to outsmart salesperson. They say read the fine print 
and try to uh, your best to understand it, especially for things like cars and you know deals like you know even TV stuff like that. It looks good, you know, when you you know you kind of pretend like you're reading a lot of times and you don't. I think fine print should be illegal. Yeah. Well, if it were important, they should put it in a bigger font. But that's the whole point. It's, it's important for them for you not to see it. Right. They're doing that on purpose to take advantage of you. All right. The best way to save money, not smart salesperson coming up, but mm-hmm. they say put your ego away. Some customers, they come in overconfident because they've done the research. So, you know, smart salesperson will use that against you sometimes. They'll say like, oh, obviously, you know what you're talking about. You've done some research here. And that kind of d- tricks your mind. Oh, okay. They're complimenting me all of a sudden. Yeah, Which is it's complicated because, nah. first of all, they do this every day. They know what they're doing, yep. most of them. But sometimes you get in a situation like, especially with cars and computers, I will often find myself knowing more than they do. If someone who's just been hired or they don't really know the product, they're just good at sales. And it's very difficult then. Right. Even when I go to the doctor, I said, I've Googled this before. I can already tell you what I got. I'm dying. I'm dying. Okay. He says no. And they say, (laughs) when they tell you the price is only available today. That's usually a lie. That's probably a lie. Not true. Not true. They can give you that price maybe in a couple of days as well. Now, they sometimes not, it wasn't working. But it'll yeah. just be their choice most of the time because sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be a corporate thing and it is only available for this price today. I have a tendency to never buy under that situation because the on. if they're putting pressure on you, there's a reason for it and it's very rarely in your best interest. And I, that always works on me. I, I fall for it every really? time. <laughs> Even like restaurants, they'll come yeah. out and say, for a limited time only. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're pressuring me. Bring me, bring me 12 of those, please. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, don't fall for the face, they say. That's a way to outsmart the salesperson. Don't let a salesperson ask you what you're currently using. And then they'll give you some kind of smirk or, like, surprise, like, oh, really? Oh, they're kind of shocked. Like, it makes you feel like you're inferior and you've made a mistake. See, that would just make me mad. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, I am using it, and I liked it. I'm just ready for something newer. Okay. If you think it's you know <laughs> something bad, then I would like to deal with another person. And this has to do with makeup, ladies. You're allowed to mix up different brands of makeup. Every cosmetic company tries to tell you that you have to use all the products together to make your face look so beautiful. Well, that's not true. They just want you to throw away all your old makeup and buy all theirs. I ain't so. falling for it. Uh, Which appara- part? Apparently you didn't. Okay, well now I'm about to. <laughs> I was just teasing. So here's the best one of all. Okay? Up, huh? <laughs> here's the best one. Ways to outsmart salesperson. They say, and this is research too. They say best way to get a discount is to tell the salesperson they're attractive or mention something about their shirt or their tie or what they're wearing or rings or their makeup looks good. And uh, the researchers found that when you compliment a salesperson or a manager, it lowers their guard. That makes the uh, negotiations feel like a lot less of a competition and makes them like you more when you're negotiating. You're basically using their own tricks against yeah. them. That's what they said. They say a lot of times a salesperson will do that to you. You do it to them first. You get the first. Yeah. <laughs> so then you just get stuck in a in a boomerang of compliments yeah. where it's like, no, I like your shirt. No, your <laughs> shoes are cute. <laughs> I can picture this at Best Buy. I really like your shirt. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we all have the same blue shirt. <laughs> oh, I like yours too. Oh, I like yours too. <laughs> but how often do you deal with the salesperson? I don't. Oh, I do. I don't ever in any store except, I guess, buying a car 
but I never deal with salespeople in any store. I do. Dollar General store. I'm like, where's shampoo? You know, all kinds oh, of stuff. Wow. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and also, I mean. I, I'll walk uh, around for an hour before <laughs> I ask. Clothes, too. A lot of times they'll come over and be talking to you. Oh, a buddy of mine uh, the other day, he said he went to the mall. He was going to buy, you know, some shoes. And he wound up buying two pairs of shoes. And he goes, I don't even need two pairs of shoes. I said, why did you do that? He goes, because she was very hot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, she was attractive. And so she encouraged him to buy another pair of shoes. And he did it. Now he has to wait until she has an off day so he can go back and return them. Oh, okay. She might find out, Tori. <laughs> okay. He's sitting there behind a plant, like just waiting to see when she checks out. He runs in there to return the shoes. Her friends will be like, hey, that guy you sold the shoes to, he came back and brought them back. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you can save some money during the holiday season. Thank you. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We were just talking about ways to outsmart the salesperson. Uh, coming up, uh, of course, with all kinds of ways, with your clothes, with your makeup, with the, anything that you buy. And I noticed that archaeologists explored a cave in Spain found what may be the world's oldest shoes. A pair of sandals made of straw. They've been uh, carbon dated now, and they're more than 6,000 years old. And, you know, meanwhile, I think about uh, I got a pair of sneakers that smell like they're 6,000 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the closest I could get to that one. <laughs> you know, all kidding aside, there was probably a cave woman who was really proud of those one time in the past. She was I, like, these are Prada. I would be, too. 6,000 years. I can't, mind, can't get mine to last six days. They were actually Prada. <laughs> Uh, that's my cave person the, voice. These, these were flats, Tom. I don't think they, they were just sandals. They didn't have like six-inch heels. I know, but yeah. back then, that's probably a huge deal. See, I was thinking right the opposite. I was thinking that uh, that woman was probably saying, Grog, pick up shoes and put them near door. Crocs. Yeah. Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Never criticize a man until you've walked a mile in his Crocs, just to say. <laughs> I want to smell your shoes. Okay. <laughs> Is that weird? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they really do smell old. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. A lot of you may not know this, but with our recent success in features like uh, Nerd News, and some of the other things, like Fun Facts with Tom, yeah. uh, we are starting to branch out and offer syndicated portions of our show for people who would like to air those little segments uh, all across the nation and the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have not got anyone to sign on yet, but we are offering that. Well, yeah, it starts with our podcast, too. Feel free to download that every day. And uh, we also have a new feature we're going to toy around with. I've been trying to come up with a good name for this. I thought about possibly calling it The More You Know. Okay. That the sounds really know. good. The more you know. But then I looked it up and someone's already used that. Um, Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, then I thought, well, maybe the rest of the story. And I'll tell you a story, but give you the rest of it. Oh, that's from... Uh, that was old radio guy did yeah, that Yeah, Harvey. Yes, yeah. you're right. I yeah. can't do that one. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't know. I say stick with that one. Really? Mm-hmm. I think that probably someone would sue me now that I consider probably. it. So we need to come up with a name for this, and, and we'll keep working on that. But today I want to start off, we'll start without a name, but I want to share a story with you that you probably had no idea about. And that could be the name, a story you probably had no idea about. That's a little long. A little bit. A little I thought it was catchy. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, most of us know and have heard of and maybe even cursed Legos before. When you step on them in the middle of the night in okay. your kid's room. Yeah, yeah. But Legos has an interesting story behind it. Mm-hmm. Legos started out as wooden toys. Uh, this was back in the 1930s. 
Kirk Christensen and his family started to, they were making furniture and people weren't buying it because of the depression and, uh, and there was no money. Okay. So he started making toys instead out of wood. However, they had an unfortunate fire that got rid of all of their wooden toys in the 40s, and so they began to move to plastic. Okay. Is that when they started doing waffles, Lego Mago? That's not the same company. It's <laughs> <laughs> different. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, when they trans over, translated over into plastic, by the 1960s, Legos were sold in 40 countries. By the 1990s, Lego became one of the world's largest toy manufacturers. However... In the year 2003, they almost went bankrupt. Did they really? So for the first time ever, they hired a non-family member as a CEO. Mm -hmm. The non-family member came in and reduced the number of different things they were making and began to make big changes that made a huge difference. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take a stab at it. They started doing it after, like, movies and stuff. That is not actually oh, it, Hawk. Okay. That is a later in the story. Oh, okay. But what became interesting to them is that they began to ask kids what they actually wanted to play with. Well, that's a good idea, don't you think? I mean, yeah. it's a toy. <laughs> they found out that kids don't really enjoy taking a big box of bricks and making stuff. They like to make complicated things that were age appropriate that they felt pride in after they put it together. Okay. So that would be where you get the Millennium Falcon that's right. $300 and it takes eight years of your life to put it together, but when you're done, you're a certified geek. Trust me, <laughs> I put a Death Star together, y'all. It took me three months. All right, you would <laughs> be a member of the A-Falls. Yeah. That's the adult fans of Lego. Well, I did it for Christmas, for a Christmas mm -hmm. toy to my kid, but it was fun putting together. That Millennium <laughs> Falcon yeah. has 7,500 pieces in it. There's a $270 pack man set. Wow. I will say I do, even as a dad, feel proud when I put that thing together. A 9,000 piece Titanic is available. Oh yeah. Or Titanic. Are you not supposed to let the kids put it together? That's well, not part of it? That's the theory. Well, there's some that we do together, some he does by himself, and then this one's going to be a surprise. Okay. So, yeah. And what's so funny is it was out on the table, and he was sick and had to be, he came home early from school, and there it was on the table, and his, his eyes just lit up, and his mouth was like, oh, oh, I cannot believe it. So he had to wait like three more weeks till Christmas to get it. <laughs> oh, now, yeah. Hawk, you mentioned the theaters and the movies. Yes. That would be in the 2014 era, mm -hmm. whenever the Lego movie came out. Out, which grossed $468 million worldwide, and since then there have been quite a few Lego movies, which has driven their profits to about $9 billion. Wow. Yeah. I still quote the Lego Batman movie when they open up the curtains and it's all bright and he was sleeping and he goes, hiss. That's one uh, of my favorites. That's your quote is hiss? Yes. <laughs> I, like it. I like it where he says, I got nine abs. <laughs> okay, that, that's not what I remember either. Yeah. I didn't see it, so sorry. Oh, oh man, that's a great movie. Is it? It actually is. It really is. Really? <laughs> they are actually made that adults enjoy them, too. Oh, I might. <laughs> You should try it. Have, have you a couple beers and watch the Batman Lego movie. They need a Lego Halloween movie like Friday the 13th, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be the 2023 era. Yeah. Well, Gosh. you want to make money, too, with Legos. You buy the uh, certain Legos, like Star Wars Legos, sit on them for three years, and you can sell them for double. I'm not sitting on them. They hurt. 
Yeah. You don't want to damage the box either. All right. Well, have you seen any of the Lego movies, Kato? I don't recall. Man. Okay. Even the original Lego movie was really good because everything is wonderful. Awesome. Not wonderful. Awesome. And awesome. <laughs> everything is awesome. When you're part of the team. Awesome. Just move on. Because okay. <laughs> I don't care. Well, I never uh, played with Legos, though. Obviously, yeah. the Star Wars licensing has been big for them. Huge. The Lego movie, mm-hmm. Lego Land in New York, Lego <laughs> Batman and Ninjago, and they are making $9 billion a year. They do it smart, too. They're like, okay, this is going to be out for just this certain amount of time. And then they'll retire that box of mm-hmm. whatever, you know, Star Wars Legos. And then you can't get them anymore. And, and that's, that's why people like you up. justify, I'll pay $500 for yeah. that because in a year it's going to be worth more. See, I heard on the radio from this guy who said you're not supposed to buy things when they try and rush you like that, that it's a sales tactic. That yeah. was you, Hawk. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to everyone on the radio. Some of those guys have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> well, I will say this. My research with Legos, uh, it hurts a lot to step on those in the middle of the night. About the same as my brother, he said it. He said, don't whine to me because I've stepped on Barbie's six-inch heels in the middle of the night. It feels about the same. Mm. Oh. Those little Barbie heels, you uh-huh. know, the little shoes. There's some long, sharp Legos out there, too. I agree. Especially that Batman series. And there's nothing mm-hmm. like getting that to set, putting it together, and then having about 16 pieces left over. And you're like, ah, he'll probably not notice. That's when you sweep those in the garbage. <laughs> it's the same way I put together my furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, like yes. from. Um, she has pieces I, left I, I, over. IKEA. Hiss. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the rest of the story that you didn't already know. Is that what I said earlier? Yeah, but how about I told you so? I told you so. I told, told you, you so, so with Tom. Tom. Yeah. Hmm. I like that, but not for this segment. <laughs> well, I'm not listening next time. <laughs> well, it's just in time for Christmas. Go buy some Legos. Have some fun. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, did you celebrate National Coffee Day or International Coffee Day over the weekend? Every day. Every day. Hmm. I don't drink a lot of coffee, so no. I think I had uh, about two pots each day. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's kind of crazy. They have National Coffee Day and then International Coffee Day. And then I guess what's next? It's going to be like interplanet. In a interplanetary coffee day or galactic coffee month. That coffee's out of this world. I guess so. <laughs> wow, Tori, you're on fire today. How far are they going to go Why don't with you that? stop, drop, and roll? Oh, oh I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are a coffee. coffee drinker, Tori. <laughs> yes. Okay, Kato, I know you do it. Yeah, I don't know when she does it because either she makes her coffee and it sits at the coffee maker till it's cold or she comes in the next day and it's still sitting there. Well, okay. it's a ninja coffee pot, so I'm real quick with it. <laughs> okay, I've done that with food in the microwave. <laughs> I left oh, on a gross. Friday and came in on Monday. I'm like, oh, I left my food in there. And <laughs> I never still ate good, it. Though, yeah. No, it? I don't eat it if it's been sitting there. <laughs> but yeah, I have a big, uh, actually a Circle K cup uh, they had given me. And um, I fill it up twice a morning. Okay. It's the only time I drink coffee. I don't drink it any other time of the day. Well, they say popularity <laughs> of specialty coffee is up. 43% of coffee drinkers say they prefer something a little more sophisticated than regular coffee. Really? I told you I walked in Starbucks, which I don't frequent coffee shops often, but we were out of town and uh, it was early in the morning. And I walked in and I said, could I just get a black coffee? And he goes, huh? <laughs> He goes, oh, my gosh, I totally forget we actually sell just <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yeah. So I must have been the very first one to ask for just black coffee. Because wow. everybody's getting the mocha chocolata. 
Yeah, mm, you're just not sophisticated enough. What? No, <laughs> not Tom. Well, at Starbucks, it's called a drip coffee, which yeah. I had to. What I is? learned that the hard way because I did the same thing, and they were like, "Oh, what?" And I was like, "You know, the coffee that comes down," and they're like, "It's a drip." Drip coffee. I think yeah. Just black coffee means I want coffee with nothing in it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a hot dog all the way as a hot dog with. Okay, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> well, when a black com- coffee is a black coffee. Yeah. When it comes to uh, coffee, 40% of millennials store their coffee where? In their cheeks. In my tummy. <laughs> In the fridge. In the freezer. Freezer. Yeah. Which coffee nerds, uh, they'll, they'll tell you not to do that, but the cold affects its flavor, so don't put it in the yeah. freezer. It could absorb flavors in your from your freezer, I've read. So. Mm. They used to sell that one that was freeze-dried, and they were all excited about it. Folgers, then, I think. Then you open it, it goes, <laughs> and then it wasn't freeze-dried any longer. No, it was just dried then. Yeah. <laughs> and is hot coffee better for you than iced coffee? Some folks like it cold, some folks like it hot. I can't drink it cold. Okay. I don't like the flavor of cold coffee. That's honestly the way I almost always drink it is cold. Hog does too. Yeah. It's kind of like a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> they put the right stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. But they say hot coffee can put you in a better mood, and just smelling it can make you feel less stressed. Where iced coffee makes you, uh, may help you better protect you against a heart attack. So it's okay. kind of a toss up. Coffee is the original gamer, the OG of false advertising, because Coffee smells incredible. Yeah, it does. Compared to the way it tastes. Yeah, I have to agree. It's like you go down the coffee aisle, you're like, oh my God, that's the greatest smell ever. Mm-hmm. And then you take a sip and you're like, wow, it does not live up to the expectation. At least with beer, it smells and tastes about the same. Right. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's kind of like a, a rag that's been using to wipe the bar down. But uh, <laughs> if you're going for the black coffee, the pros, like I said, smells great, leaves you less stressed. Iced coffee, say, protects you against heart attack. And it also less acidic for you, and it's easier on your digestive system if you do the cold coffee, Tom, and better for your teeth. Your teeth don't get as stained if you drink oh, the colder that coffee. Explains a lot. Yeah, but I feel more stressed when people around me drink iced coffee because then they're shaking it the whole time, and it's like over there. And we have the coffee breath from hot coffee. Hi. Yeah. I don't really drink coffee so much as occasionally I will have sugar with some coffee in it. It's got a lot of my granny's tea, man. I tell you. And if you're going shopping, don't drink coffee because you'll spend more. They gave shoppers a complimentary coffee as they went into a store, and they spent way more than they did without the coffee. Yeah, they're bouncing off the walls. It woke them up. They they say (laughs) coffee releases a dopamine in the brain that excites the mind and decreases (laughs) self-control. So that's why you'll spend more when you drink coffee. And you think about it, there's coffee in all the, like, grocery stores now. There's a coffee a Starbucks, or there's a Starbucks in Target. There's Starbucks yeah. in Ingles. There's a, mm-hmm. I actually, I saw a Starbucks in a Starbucks the other day. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen a Target in a sp- Starbucks, because that's pretty wild. Okay, I've not seen that yet, Tom, but I'm, I would not be surprised. 66% of women and 62% of men drink coffee every single day. I was reading a thing this morning. It said uh, four, of five, four out of five coffee drinkers just the idea of drinking coffee is what motivates them to get out of bed. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I do. I lay there going, oh, I got to get some coffee, but I got to get to work. First. Well, and then 73% of people, Kato, they find themselves when they make coffee, it's therapeutic for them. Yeah. 
It's like uh, they oh. don't, they don't, they they enjoy making the coffee. It's that routine: no. open it up, throwing the old K cup away, <laughs> putting the new one in, and clamping that thing down, That's and pressing that button. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Back in the day, they had to do it. You know, they had to percolate, percolate it. it, and do all that stuff. Well, they say experienced coffee drinkers say the French press made coffee is the best tasting coffee. That's not my favorite. I said the experienced coffee drinkers. <laughs> wow. <snap. laughs> What's funny, when K-Cups came out, everyone's like, oh, this is going to be the best ever because it's fresh every time. And then after people got used to it and it was easy, they're like, oh, that's not very good. Yeah. And you think about it, it took them to the letter K to get that right. Like they started with the A cup, the B cup, the C cup. No, that's I feel like the idiots always thought it was just short for Keurig. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we have Brian Regan talking about black coffee here on the Hawk and Tom Show for your quarter after laughter. Sometimes you wonder why they can't do something that seems simple. I like a cup of black coffee after a meal. I'm amazed at how impossible this is for me to communicate. I don't think I could say it any more clearly. Would you like anything else, sir? Yeah, I'd like a cup of black coffee, please. How would you like that coffee? How would I like the black coffee? Can you put it in a cup? Yeah, don't just splash it on my face. Would you like cream and sugar with that? Is it black cream? If not, I'll take it blackity black black. Um, filled with blackness. Devoid of all light. Think of the blackest thing you can imagine and double that blackness and take a black magic marker and fill in the gaps and put that into a black rocket ship and shoot that into the depths of black space and close your eyes and use that as a reference. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.